sign that waiver, whoa. I got a, I got a pen and I got a paper, yeah. Sign a, sign a, sign a waiver, uh. I'm in a boat, I'm in a boat, I did not lose. I'm in a boat, huh? I'm in a boat, I did not lose, huh? Give me my pen, give me my paper, I do not waver, huh? Huh? Give me what is up, everybody? We are back to Sports Board episode 14. We got a very special episode for you guys today as we have multiple guests. Playing the music? I was like, I was waiting for it. I was like, I was like, I mean, this is a vibe. I'm, I'm down. Bro, no lie. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, that was electric, yeah. Yeah, This is fire, though. This is yeah. So I'm do it again. Do it again. Yeah, yeah. Oh my no, god. We're gonna redo this that. is the music no, no, video. Dude, I was waiting for him. He did in the corner of his eye. Was like, DJ's face is like, he's like, oh my god. We got a special episode. Any second now, it's gonna be like, damn, bro. I was vibing. I was like, what the That's fuck? I got a paper. Do we even have like matter of fact, matter of fact, yeah, dude, sign that way for wool. I got a I got a pen and I got a paper, yeah. What is up everybody? We are back, the sports port episode 14. We got a very special episode for you guys today as we have two guests in studio. But to start things off, I'm your host, PJ, along with the usual guys, Tam, What's up? Tony, and we would like yo, to make yo. a special introduction. You guys have seen him in past episodes. It's Ryan Cosner. He is here here in the studio, ready to talk some NFL. So we're going to get right into things. (laughs) Ryan, what's going on? You're sitting right next to our super producer, Mike Theophile, who's unfortunately not on mic today, but he's still doing his yeah, thing. I wouldn't want to be scenes. anywhere else next to the guy right here. Hey, thank hey, you. Baby. Thank you for coming today, bro. Like, oh, we're thanks glad for having to me. I'm happy I'm able to, to be here Hell in yeah, studio with the, with the squad. So like, why? Hell yeah. We got, make some, we got some, a lot of NFL right games now. to talk about, and starting with one that kind of has been circulating around Raven Steelers finally, finally happened finally, on Wednesday yeah. afternoon. Steelers stay unbeaten. Although they kind of suffered a big loss on the defense. Bud Dupree, one of their linebackers, tore his ACL, is going to be out for the remainder of the season. And, hey, the Ravens didn't have Lamar. We saw how that kind of panned out for them. They had to filter in some different quarterbacks there. Mm -hmm. RG3 got some time. Trace McSorley got some time, which was interesting. Um, But let's just break down that game from what we saw and kind of how the Steelers are going to kind of move on from from the season. I would. Um, Honestly, I think, I mean, I expected Steelers to win. Like, I think we all picked that, honestly. Um, But, yeah, it went down exactly as I thought. Like, Steelers came out 11-0. Like, they came out firing. Like, obviously, no Lamar is kind of big for the Ravens. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a couple things I saw. Like, RG3 looked good here and there. That was nice to see. Like, just for... True, yeah. Yeah, just no, a nice, nice little like throwback. <coughs> yeah, you know? yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. He had a nice run, dude. He Always had a couple of throws, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little rookie year um, throwback. Bud Dupree, yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> Bud Dupree, I big injury for them, but I don't think that that'll derail them at all. They yeah. got a six secondary. You got Mika Fitzpatrick, right? Boys like that. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be able to sustain the Bud Dupree injury. I don't think they'll feel it that much. Um, dude, I'm just starting to think if the Steelers are going to run the table, bro. I mean, that's that's the that's the question of the day. I mean, we've been talking about the Chiefs for a while being like yeah. that that kind of like AFC top well, dog. Do it, but I'm I'm saying like lost. these Steelers are some team we have to watch out for. Like they're they're winning games. That defense is fast. They're getting after the ball. They're yeah. they're holding teams to very limited points each game. It's it's very fun to see. And like Big Ben's getting it done. Like you know he's a little older now, yeah. but he he's making that offense move. Kaz, what are we thinking? It. Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you guys said, but I, I think uh, something that needs to be touched upon is the fact they're doing this without AB 
mm-hmm. and without Le'Veon, and how many people you know wrote them off once those guys you know yeah the left. killer bees no more they yeah, they thought that the, the um he lost the locker room he thought you know the seals were out and here they are undefeated yeah. you know Top. running the table against teams and putting up you know numbers and you know, keeping teams from putting up numbers. So it's impressive. Also yeah, think it's a too, fun team to see. And the coaching, the coaching staff too. Tomlin's never had a losing season uh, yeah. with them. Yeah. We got to talk a little bit a more coach, about so. him. Yeah, for sure. He, I mean, he has a large part to do with that team Their performing success. the way that they are. I mean, yeah. we've Absolutely. talked about it before on the show in the sense of, they just keep bringing in receivers and receivers. Yeah, out of dude, nowhere. That's receivers. it, man. Like, yeah. It's, it's For wild. years and years, dude. Providing Decades. Big Ben with those targets, I mean, it makes it that much easier. James Conner's a pretty solid running back for yeah. them. So, like, their offense is where they need to be, and I think that defense is also. Dude, Chase Claypool, bro. Claypool. Beast. You got Juju. Yeah, Juju is almost man, like a yeah. backup option, Yeah, honestly. bro. Nobody's right. even really talking about no, him uh, when they Johnson, talk about that receiving yeah. core. That's a fun team, but we're going to stick yep. to that, that division in the sense of a game that's happening on Sunday. Big game. We got the Browns versus the Titans. Both are eight and three, which is kind of a new spot for the Browns, who really yeah. have not experienced much success, but are really getting it done this year. So, what are we kind of thinking about that game? I know we kind of covered the Titans. We know how good they are. Derrick Henry. That defense is kind of a little bit up in the air, but hey, they're still winning games. So, I what mean, are we? What are we thinking about this game in particular? Well, first off, good for the Browns for getting here finally. I know my boy, our boy uh, Steve Fecko, bring big Browns fans. So. Good for the fans. So, um, but dude, I mean, I, I'm gonna have to roll with the Titans on this one, dude. I think uh, we, and the Titans. We've been pick, we've been picking Titans. We're riding. We've been riding night. the Titans for like heavy four or five now, weeks, man. Right? Yeah. That's so obviously, sure. again, I mean, Titans are loaded. Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill looks really good too at, yeah. at quarterback, bro. He really ever since leaving Miami, dude. Talk about someone who settled in for sure. Yeah, found bro. His role, yeah, yeah. Found yeah. His yeah. Speed. Had to get out of Miami, get away yeah. from Gase. And that's what happens. And this is what, and and I now. wonder why. I wonder yeah, the biggest yeah. thing is, is, and on the other side of things, Baker Mayfield's not looking terrible this no, year. No, he's not. I mean, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Stefanski, first year with the team, has really turned that around mm-hmm. where they're relying more on that run game when you have Chubb and Hunt. Yeah, Those yeah. are two of, one of the t- like two of the top running backs in the league, I mean, yeah. arguably. And they're just riding those guys to the end. Baker has to just make the necessary throws. And they're they're winning games, yeah. you know, which Dude. is not something we've seen right. from them, especially the past the, couple of years. The offense, too, yeah, looks really good. Dude, Chubb is a stud running back. Landry, and they're doing this without Odell too. Imagine if they had Odell. Uh, Baker had Odell's True. another target. Hey, maybe if maybe they're benefiting from not having him. Or that could be the, the case too. The problems bro. they ran into trying to force him the ball True. and True. stuff like that. And I know they were in talks of maybe moving him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, who knows? Maybe which, it's a blessing in disguise. There's talks which, that he he now tells that you now that you bring yeah, that up. Odell could potentially not be in a Browns uniform next yeah. year yeah. after everything that's happened. You know, yeah. obviously he tore his ACL. Right, he's rehabbing that and everything. But it it, it would be interesting to see if he kind of remains in that Browns jersey or they kind of move on if they keep winning. I mean, you yeah, know? they're doing well and they don't have like a fit for him. Like at this point, I, just, I, can I mean, see yeah, them, they're yeah. doing this well without him. So yeah, to their to your guys' point, like. Maybe we don't. I just think it caused yeah, a lot of cost. stress in the locker room as well, especially <laughs> yeah. with Baker too. I mean, the the guy doesn't need more distractions than he no, already has. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he's in the he's in the news all the time. He, mm-hmm. he could do nothing wrong, and people are sportscasters are talking about him. I think so. I mean, without Odell there, it's a little bit more of a chill environment. You know, I, yeah. it's less stressful. And when you play without stress, you just play better. That's just mm-hmm. the way it is. So exactly, I yeah. think that's what we're seeing right now. Now, before we move on, yeah, let's make our picks for this game. Barnes, who's actually in studio, but will be joining us later for mm-hmm. NBA talk. He has picked the Titans for this Sunday matchup, one o'clock. What are we? That what are we going with? I have to be an idiot to not take the Titans. Yeah, I'm taking the Titans. Titans. I'll take Titans too. 
Cause? I'll take Titans, and for this reason alone, mm-hmm. every team knows what the Titans are doing on offense. They're running through Derrick Henry, and yep. no one's been able to stop him. So I feel like when that's the case, you got to go if with it. If it ain't the, broken, the, the, yeah, the man's a beast. Exactly. Yeah. To, to build on that point, I'm going to also pick the Titans, but to build on that point, A.J. Brown <clears throat> yeah. is having a mm-hmm. stellar year yeah. at receiver, and I think that has developed into Ryan Tannehill's Pretty much Number top one guy, target. basically. I mean, I mean how, they many, got Corey how many scoring Davis plays too. was he involved in just the other game? Like three different ways. Yeah. Unreal. He returned an onside kick for a yeah. touchdown. He scored another receiving touchdown. Like he's Baller. making he's making yeah. things Baller. happen. And yeah. hey, that's the that's the old playmaker there mm-hmm. to spread you know spread the field a little bit for a running back that's that dominant in Derrick Henry. You know, it's it's yeah. the old Miss Endless. receiving core. You yeah. know, we got DK Metcalf popping off as well, yeah. but we'll get into that later. Uh, so you know, everybody picked the Titans. I think. That's pretty self-explanatory. We've been riding with them all mm-hmm. year. But to kind of shift gears and to move into the NFC side of things, we got a very big divisional matchup in the Rams versus the Cardinals in the sense of NFC playoff implications are on the line here. Both teams have a spot solidified as of right now. I mean, the Cardinals are kind of starting to fall back a yeah. little bit. They're kind of starting to get exposed maybe in the sense of Kyler Murray's not really running as much. They're kind of mm-hmm. zoning in on DeAndre Hopkins that offense is having a little bit of trouble. So what are we kind of thinking with the Rams versus Cardinals? Both teams coming off of pretty sure loss, right? Yes. Yeah, so the Rams yeah, lost Rams to lost. the 49ers. The Cardinals, I think, were got beat again last week as well. So it's like both teams are coming off a loss. They're trying to hold on to that playoff spot. What are we thinking for this game? Honestly, um, I'm thinking Murray is going to have a really good game coming up, honestly. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, he's a great athlete. You know, and like you said, he hasn't been running as much. I think he is going to be running, and he's going to be a threat. And I don't think the, the Rams are going to be able to contain him. We got to also think Aaron Donald, big number 99, is on the other side. Know, so he's going to have to really get out of the pocket if he wants yeah, to kind exactly. of like, he's gonna have get to himself run. safe. And at that point, like, you know, I think he can run around. Yeah, I mean, Arnold, like, we know the Cardinals have a great offense, too. Murray, QB, DeAndre, obviously complete animal. Right. Um, dude, I just don't think that is going to be enough to get through the Rams. And their defense. The Rams got a great defense. Cardinals got a great offense. Rams also have pretty, so I would say, solid offense, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're definitely. I would say, uh, I would say, yeah, their their offense gets it done. That's what I'm trying to say, bro. Their offense gets it done. I would just like them they to be golf. more consistent. Yeah, yeah. it golf. has to be exactly. more consistent in in a way where that defense is so good that if golf can put together multiple games right. in a row, they are a team to watch out yeah. for. I mean, dude, they However, got the Super Bowl yeah. a couple of years exactly. ago. Exactly. However, it's it's that inconsistency that we're seeing at quarterback yeah. that kind of makes it challenging right. to really favor the Rams in a scenario like this. However, their defense is elite. Yep. I mean, you got one of the best defensive players to ever play the game yeah. on, in Aaron Donald on the other side. Like when you have somebody like Voted that. Voted number D-line. one by the players for a reason. Exactly. Yeah, dude, and yep. like when you have somebody like that in the D-line who's disruptive, gets to the backfield, oh, makes absolutely. plays happen. Yep. That's what. That's the difference maker. And with Murray's size, dude, like we're, we'll be watching on TV. He won't even, he'll, Murray will yeah. disappear. <laughs> Pretty but much. If Donald hits him, Pretty much. see him. Let me, let me tell you something, though. With his size, he has a cannon. Murray? Murray. Yeah, yeah. yeah which, is, which is wild to see because, you know, you see smaller quarterbacks who rely more on, like, getting out of the pocket, dumping off little short mm-hmm. passes, mm-hmm. you know. He's, he's fearless. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's fearless. He gets it done. He's got that baseball player vibe. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, got, that, he's yep. got that instinct, that yep. quarterback, which Same is thing awesome. with Mahomes. Mahomes. That's why they're yep. making these crazy yeah, throws. Bro, and everyone's like, they, I've never seen someone dude, throw like that. I'm like, these that, are just like middle infield throws. You they know throw, what I mean? Exactly, what they, do. And bro. they look like they're throwing a first base, dude. Exactly. You know, like from the infield. Pretty much. It's crazy. Kaz, you were a big fan of your middle infielder, huh? Oh, yeah, of course. Had the best one. Best one in the section. Who's that? 
Me. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, Cos was on the bump. You know, I was backing him up at second base. You, you know, we were doing yes, our sir, thing. Yes, I'm sure sir. nothing got by you guys. <laughs> oh, come on now, bro. <laughs> don't don't, right don't tease us like that. But okay, anyway, I'm sure that was the best pitcher shortstop combo yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, of course. Had to be. Yeah. Well, it, there was there was no one else. You yeah, know? whatever. Oh, yeah. But Anyways. while we're still on this game, <laughs> Barnes picked the Rams to come victorious. What are we thinking? Well, I'm definitely riding with the Rams because we, we all know I have them potentially going to the Super Bowl. Right. Maybe. Dark horse. Hey, I'm going with the Not Rams. a bad pick. I'll play Death right? advocate here. I'll go with the Cardinals. You know what? I'm going to side with you as well, Let's Tony. Go. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Cardinals as well. Cause what are we wow, thinking? I thought I was going to be the one to go with the Cardinals. But. Oh. Well, I mean, you can, still, is, you can do whatever you want. I'm you know. going to go with Arizona, and this is why. Oh, wow. I think uh, it's crazy. The three-player right? swing. It's like, Good. It's like people Good. didn't just pick them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think uh, they're really going to game plan for uh, – Murray's elusiveness and his ability to run. Um, I think they they lose out like teams like this who aren't using the quarterback's mobility to their advantage. You could look at Dallas for an ex- for example, like Dak when he was healthy. Good luck to him, my God. But anyway, uh, <laughs> when he was healthy, like they didn't implement him running the football and use his legs, and they're missing out on so many good opportunities. So with uh, with Murray being able to run around a little bit. Maybe alleviate some pressure uh, off of D Hop. We'll see what happens. So I'm yeah. going with Arizona in a too. close game. Close game. You yeah. know, I, I think it'll definitely be close in the sense of like 27, these teams, these teams yeah. really don't Something like, like each other. I mean, it is a divisional rival game, yeah, right. so it's like they're going to be fighting. You know, they're going to fight. Yeah, they're going to they're going to throw all their cards out there. And like we said, this has a lot to do with the, the NFC picture. playoff implications. Yeah, it's really? like if if one of these teams loses, like that kind of puts a big, big, like, little pause or halt on whether or not they're going to make the playoffs or not. Yeah. And what's even better is that the next game we're going to talk about because one of those teams that's also in that division is in this next game, mm-hmm. and one of the other teams that they're playing is in first place at 4-7. and seven. So yes, Giants sir. versus Seahawks. Crazy, dude. Now, we saw Daniel Jones hurt his hamstring, so he will not be available for this game. Colt McCoy is getting the start for the Giants, I believe. <clears throat> and... Uh, it should be interesting to see kind of how he attacks that Seattle defense who is not nearly as good as it has been in years. And we've talked about mm-hmm. that. Yep. So kind of what do we what do we expect from this game in the sense of McCoy versus this Seahawks defense? Honestly, I expect McCoy to make some mistakes having his, his start. Like but um but yeah, then I think because of that, like I think the Giants are gonna fall at this game. Yeah, I mean, dude, I think this is when Seattle's defense is gonna wake up. McCoy's gonna get killed, right? Like they're gonna. Uh, he's not, he's gonna suck. I'm oh telling boy. you right now. Oh, I'm wow. sorry, bro. Oh, dude. <laughs> sorry, dude. But like, on, I think I think he's just trash, dude. I can't see them. I just I, it's like 41 to 10 or something. Seattle. Like, yeah, I think Seattle's defense is gonna wake up, and I think Russell Wilson will have a big game. Metcalf is gonna pop off, dude, and, and have like uh, like 200 receiving yards or something like that, My dude. Pull a, pull a Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> now, in before, the first quarter, before we toss it to Kaz. Kyle's a big Giants guy, right? He's a big Giants big, big guy. Giants. He's right. a big Giants biased. guy. But I just want to bring up the point where Daniel Jones could not have gotten hurt at a worse time. Yes, dude. Literally. Like, I mean, it's not his fault. I'm not saying it's his fault, but I'm saying, like, he was kind of playing well. <laughs> he was playing well. You know, they were they were making noise. Like, the defense yeah. is playing well. He, he, was, he was moving the ball. He got him in first place and in the division. And that's what I'm saying. They're first place in the division. I mean, not that it's right. hard for that division, yeah. but it's they, they could not have... You know, he could not have gotten hurt at no, the time. Is, They're in first right. place. They're trying to finish strong and get that playoff spot. And now, Kaz, you know, give your two senses about this. Listen. Giants, man. All right. Daniel Jones. I gave him a lot of slack. 
He's just a turnover machine. He still kind of was, but once you see him minimizing on those turn those turnovers, we start to win games. That's just the way it is. You don't turn over the ball, you have way better chance of winning. Mm-hmm. So once he got under control, we started seeing some, some success on offense. I think Joe Judge is doing a great job, by the way. Me too. To yeah, that. same. Um, I think he's good for the culture of the Giants. I know when OBJ was on the team, I think the locker room kind of get got got a little uh, out very, of control. Very dramatic. Yeah, I would for imagine. sure. So it's nice to see some stability. Hopefully, the culture is starting to come back in New York, especially with the Giants. But as as for the game, I'm thinking the only positive thing I could say about the Giants right now is if McCoy can keep the mistakes to a minimum and capitalize maybe on Seattle running more of a zone defense mm. because they've been you know a little soft. Uh, maybe capitalize on some checkdowns that really are tough to guard in his own defense. That's right. what's always open. Yeah. And just playing off of that, hopefully defense continues to play well. That's the only way they win this game. If they can uh, lock down yeah. Seattle's offense, which is tough, I think they have a shot, but I'm leaning more towards Seattle, unfortunately. I mean, you have you you have a good corner in Bradbury who could probably stick with Metcalf, Metcalf. which would be which would be Pretty interesting to see because not many people have been able to. Well, I don't know. With dude, that Metcalf man. just torched the uh, what's his name? Darius Slay. Slay, Slay. He got dude. torched the yeah. other night, bro. I mean, that the second half of the Giants too. has been looking good though. Jabril Peppers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bradbury's been a borderline Pro Bowler. Logan Ryan's been playing great. Dude, you know, the Giants' future, I think, is bright. I think I, they I had think, a lot of great yeah, signings, sure especially on defense, which is where we had a lot of problems. Um, I mean, when the, Saquon comes back and and DJ comes back yep. and he figures his stuff out and. We get it rolling. It's yeah. still, oh, it no, still it's needs, looking bright at least. Not, it still not needs so much. some exactly, uh, exactly. some plugins on the line. Not like sure. the other team in New York, the other football team in New yeah, York. Yeah, but Ooh. that we don't need Buffalo, to get into. Buffalo, they're that. great. The, uh, right. ah, there we go. Oh, there we go. Forgets. Yes, dude. Yes. Wow. Which which we will get into guy. that. We will get into that on Monday's episode because yeah. they're playing Monday night. Um, but game. you know we're gonna go around make our picks. Barnes took the Seahawks. What about you guys? Yeah, I'm riding with Seattle. 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 Cause, uh, yeah, Ooh. I gotta go with Seattle. Yeah, I'm gonna take Seattle as well. I think it's. But I'm still root for the Giants, of course. Of course, right now, but yeah. I mean, I think <laughs> for the, for the my pick, professional for the opinion, sake, yeah. it's gonna be Seattle. For the yeah. pick sake, I think we're all riding with Seattle. Yeah, it should dude, be interesting to see not. kind of what the Giants' game plan in the sense of having Colt McCoy out there instead of Daniel Jones. Yeah. But with that being said, that concludes our NFL segment. Stay tuned because we have Barnes coming in to talk about some NBA and all the recent news that has happened with all of that. And the season starting right around the corner when we come back. Peace. Welcome back, everybody. We have a great NBA segment ahead for you guys. We bring in our NBA analysis for today, or analyst for today, Barnes. What's going on, Barnes? How are you doing? What's good, fellas? What up, big boy? Good to be back. And, what up, brother? Uh, little change up here talking about the NBA. It's nice that it's going to be starting again. Uh, you know, that Soon, paired bro. with the NFL, it's just going to be crazy the next couple of months. It's definitely an exciting time because I know we've been talking about it a little bit on the show, saying that, you know, the NFL was the only league kind of going on for a little while. So now that we're actually getting another major sports league getting underway, and, I mean, from the moves that we've been seeing in free agency and on the offseason period, like, it's going to be an exciting NBA season. So let's dive right into it. And we're going to start with the defending champs because why not? 
But they are making big moves in free agency, you know, signing their two stars. But we'll get into that. I mean, I know we broke down kind of some of the moves they made in in previous episodes. But some of the two biggest moves from yesterday is that LeBron James got a two-year, $85 million extension, as well as AD getting a five-year, $190 million super max contract. They locked up their two stars, which they needed to do, essentially. I mean, without those two. That team doesn't really go. Um, so I'm just kind of thinking, what are we thinking about that team and the moves that they've made this offseason? Yeah, I mean, I don't think they could have had a better offseason, obviously, like you said, having AD and LeBron for the next four or five years. I mean, that's all you need. But then just the role players. I mean, I think they did a good job. I, you know, Rondo and Howard, you know, they were big last year, but I think it's good to get them out now before, you know, they fall off a cliff. You know, they're getting older. And then getting two six-man-of-the-years – in Schroeder and Harrell, I mean, and they're younger too, which is good, 27 years old. And then I liked getting rid of Danny Green. You know, I always really liked Danny Green, but it's not even just about that shot. You know, Yeah, he the missed the, the shot. He missed Five. the shot. But that's that's not even that. You just would see him miss all these open threes, and it, Dude, I think yeah. he's just falling off. So it, now you have Schroeder. You know, I think he's going to probably be off the bench, which is good to have a playmaker off the bench. That's always big with LeBron's teams. You know, when he's on the bench, who's playmaking? And I right, think yeah. that's a big yeah, addition yeah. for them. I think, I think those pickups also fit to their culture more. Like, they like to play that fast-paced offense. Right. You know, AD running the floor. He's a big right. man, but he can run. On the floor Dude, oh, and like LeBron James is still like probably one of the fastest players in the NBA like even at the at the age that he's at like they they want to run they want to run and gun so I think 36. getting younger it's wild Dude, at this point for him age is like irrelevant oh yeah I mean we, we've and never with seen the way with like the advances in strength and conditioning and yeah all that it's know. unbelievable well I think it he's just shows to his dedication I mean he's always done whatever it takes to win I think some of these other athletes they get a little happy oh they have their money they've won they don't really care towards them they just want to collect a check and what yeah. what really stands out to me is that he he spends the amount of money he does on getting his body yeah. right oh yeah which he, is I think is a good thing to at see as like an example in the sense of all these players who are getting big minutes for these teams who are a little younger now but it's like you got to start kind of getting your body right and everything now rather than later on in your career right. in the sense it of you don't know how beginning. long you're going to play, you know? Mm-hmm. You never know what's going to happen with injuries and stuff like that. So I think I think the Lakers made some solid moves to potentially set themselves up for another repeat. I like the, the my biggest takeaway from everything that's transpired with the Lakers the last few days with, with getting Montrez Harrell and Schroeder and Marcus All and I mean dude, they they re-signed Markeith Morris. Dude. They got younger and they still got that grit, dude. That that those big guys bring. Like I, I'm, I'm really excited. I, I, I think mean, the I, Lakers are going to repeat. I, I think this is LeBron's best roster, probably. I mean, I know he's been probably. a part of big threes, but just how good AD is, and then the combination of the supporting cast and shooting. Yeah. He's never had all yep. of that. No, exactly. It's always been it's always been one or the other. Right. In the exactly. sense of right. with a guy like AD who could step behind the three point line and knock down that shot, and then in the in the paint. And yeah, I mean, it's it. You think it takes is, a pretty Pretty good defender to to kind of stop him. Really good, yeah. At, at a the stud rim. defender. You know? you oh kidding me, God. bro? It's insane. Otherwise, you have no chance. No, no. Do you shot. think this is the, this is LeBron's best team? Yeah, ever? I, I really do because I mean, AD is really I mean at this point an MVP, and yeah. then you know the other guys have played bigger roles in their career, and now they're only being asked to you know just contribute a yeah. small part. I mean, that's that's huge to have yeah. that. I I think the the biggest move that kind of goes unnoticed is the fact that when AD first signed with the Lakers, LeBron made that decision and was like, hey, this is your team, dude. Like, I'm just here to do my thing, you know, help us win. 
but in the end, the offense runs through AD, mm-hmm. which, yeah. is, which is which is which is the way it should be. Which is the way exactly. Yeah, which right. is the way it should be. But you know, we could talk about the Lakers for yeah, like yeah, days. Yeah. I mean, they they have they have bottom set line, themselves up. Yeah, bottom line, I think with them, they got younger. I think they're going to repeat. That's it. Yeah, Pretty much. I mean, they are probably the top what? team in the yeah, league. Right right now. A five-year extension for AD is, I think, like pivotal. He's a walking forty and ten, dude. Like, Pretty he's much. Awesome. He's he's a beast. Yeah, he and, is a beast. And then how I about mean, just in general the Lakers? How much they struggled, you know, for five, six, seven years, not being able to bring anyone in. You have LeBron and AD and a great team. I mean, you right. can't ask for more. No, exactly. And you know, to stick on that kind of Western Conference side of things, it's a little bit of a mix because it was Western to Eastern Conference, but. The Rockets send Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. to the Wizards for John Wall and a 2023 protected first, protected round. first yeah. round pick. Yeah. Yeah. Now, essentially, John Wall and Russ are kind of like the same player. So who do we think won this trade? I don't know, man. It's tough to say. I think it's pretty even. I, I, I'll tell you what. Just from the way I look at it, there's no, none of these – like Wall going to Houston is not going to make them win a championship, and Washington, well, Russ going to Washington certainly – not gonna make them win a championship, so it's like that's a good way to look. Kind of cancels actually. it out, yeah. dude. Like, who cares? Yeah, honestly. I mean, I like you know, what more can you say, dude? Like, they're the same type of player. I I would think uh, Westbrook is a better player than John Wall. I think John Wall is a great player, but I think Westbrook is just more explosive, more explosive, yeah. more athletic, all that. But again, at the end of the day, bro, I think it's the same type of player you're getting. So very even. Uh, it's very like a neutral swap. I don't I don't see I, I don't get really excited about. Either one going to either place. Now, I've seen in the media where they're saying, essentially, with Russ pairing with Bradley Beal, which is a pretty good duo in the sense of Bradley Beal's been playing very well, they're saying that the Wizards are one piece away from being a problem. Now, is that is that something that we agree with, or, or are we kind of just tossing that out? It, you know, I think we've seen with Westbrook, I don't know if he could be part of a championship team. No. I mean, you know the way the NBA goes. He can't shoot. I right. mean, it's kind of embarrassing for someone who makes as much money as he, you know, he has all the resources and he just can't shoot. He can't even shoot a free throw, I right. mean, let alone a three-pointer. His shot, I've noticed, I feel like over the last few seasons, every time I see him shoot, I feel like it's always just going to clank. Yeah. It's like a 95 <laughs> miles an there, hour. There's no confidence. Rocket, it's a dude. broken shot. Oh, my yeah, yeah. God, yeah. bro. It's crazy, bro. Yeah. So that's why he's so explosive, dude. That's because if he's not going to be able to shoot and chill on the outside and shoot 15, you know, 30-foot jumpers, what else? What do you want him to do? And, he's gonna, and I he's think drive. I, I honestly foresee a problem because you know Bradley Beal wants to be shooting a lot of threes and stuff, and we've seen Russ be a little yeah. selfish. So I, I don't see. I don't know if I that's gonna work. I don't. I agree with Barnes. You know, I, I I forgot to mention Bradley Beal in that little piece. Like he's great. He's an all star player, dude, and he should. He got he got robbed this year of a few awards, like um, all defensive, right? All defensive team. Yeah, most improved. So right. I, dude, in my eyes, that's Beal's team. I could see Westbrook coming in there and kind of ruffling some feathers because I think that's what happened in Houston, bro. And apparently Harden would have rather played with John Wall than Westbrook. Well, essentially, that's, that's probably what, what the what Rockets... Pushed that, what pushed exactly, that and that's probably okay. what the Rockets were thinking in the sense of, we got Russ and Harden. Like, everybody was raving about Russ and Harden playing mm-hmm. together, but it's like, that team was never going to work. You know, James no. Harden needs the ball in his hands every possession, and so does Russ. Right. So how do those two exist together? It, it just doesn't happen. John right. Wall obviously, like, facilitates more. He's a little bit of a better shooter. I wouldn't say he's the he's a great shooter Wall? by any means. Yeah, nah. by any means. 
But I mean, that comes with the whole thing of Gus and John Wall, kind shoot. of the he's same not like player. A marksman, no, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's not like a specialty. But I, I, I think he's going to work on it. I think he's determined after taking two years off. And it's just funny. I think it's a great move for Houston getting rid of Russ. He shot 25.8% from three last year. And they're a three point shooting team. I mean, how does that work? And they played small ball for most of the part, like right. for most of the year, where in the sense of they didn't oh. have really a big, they were playing a small lineup. PJ Tucker was playing like the five. Which was insane. So if you can't if you can't shoot, yeah, you're not gonna I'm, be able to rebound. Yeah, you know, which is which is interesting to see. But that trade obviously kind of blew up the NBA yesterday in the sense of it was everywhere. Um, everybody was talking yeah. about it. And I mean, just to piggyback off that, Wall only shoots like 32 percent from three last right. year anyway, or um, career in his career. So I don't know, pretty even. It'll, it'll be think. interesting to see how this trade pans out for both teams. I mean, the Wizards being in the East, they have a little yeah. bit more of a shot with, yeah. you know, where the Western Conference is a little bit more West stacked. Is brutal, man. Yeah. Where, in the sense that the Rockets do need to make moves to get themselves back up to where they need to be. I mean, yeah. they've always been a top, like, four team in the West, but it's mm-hmm. like to get over that hump and start competing with teams like the Lakers, the Clippers, yep. you know, they're going to have to kind of make dude, some that's moves. who they've always run up against in the last few years. Like you just said, they've been, like, relevant the last, like, right. 10 years, oh, yeah, bro, yeah. but... Like, 10 years ago, it was you ran into Kobe's Lakers, right? Right. And now it's like, you know, in the West. Now, now again, I'm sticking with the Lakers. LeBron and AD are there. And the West is just loaded. Phoenix, I mean, with those boys down there, Chris Paul, Luka. Devin Booker. Luka and, and, and uh, Porzingis with the Mavs, dude. West is stacked, bro. Hey, and don't sleep on Portland this year. They made oh, some moves Portland, in the yeah, offseason, sure. and Damian Lillard is, you Damian know. Lillard's Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard's at the top of his career right now. Like, he he's making moves in the sense of, Start start making room for me up there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's, I love Damian he's, Lillard. He's a stud. Yeah. He's yeah. probably he's probably one of my favorite players in the league aside from like you know LeBron and like the ADs mm-hmm. and all those guys. You think he's top um, three in the league? I wouldn't go as far as that. Um, <laughs> that's a little bit of a stretch. However, <laughs> however, point guard point guard wise, mm-hmm. he's definitely at this point probably the best point guard in the league. I, I think I could say pretty confidently. Um, Top so, three for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, at the very least. At the Maybe very one. least. Well, Maybe I mean, it, it, could, it could go back and forth. You could yeah. have different arguments about that in the sense of, I mean, there are multiple point guards around the league who have established themselves as being, you know, that top dog. But, you know, to, to kind of keep things moving here, we have the start of the season right around the corner. We got training camps that are already open. Preseason is set to start on December 11th. What do we expect from this season in the sense of, you know, the, the old bubble season just ended mm-hmm. recently. Yep. So it's like they they got a quick turnaround here. So how, how do we expect that to pan out for this league and for this season, for that matter? I mean, I guess we might see some more injuries. People are tired. They're not, like, fully rested, you know? That's the only thing I can think of in terms of a quick turnaround for a season. I and mean, we've seen it in, like, you know, like in baseball, for example. Like, they kind of had, like, a, a quick start, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, players suffered because of that. So I would imagine a more, you know. And firsthand from the first segment we had, the NFL. Like, we've seen we more injuries in the NFL in this season than I've seen probably right. in the past, like, two seasons alone. Right. It's like you said, because of no, the lack of training camp, OTAs, all that. Exactly. Now, starting training camp now, I mean, gives them a little bit of time, but it's still, like, only, like, that two-week period yeah, where they're going to have 
and with these these new teams making new moves and having right. these new guys in there, yeah. what's the chemistry going to look like? Yeah. No, I think it's just going to be a very different season. And really the most important part is to get back to the normal schedule. Yeah. You know, the finals, I think, will be in July instead of right. what, this year, October. So it'll be, that's really the whole thing. They cut the season by 10 games, too. Mm-hmm. So it's just getting through the season and then also seeing how it affects going back to playing in arenas, the travel. So, I mean, yeah. I think it's going to be a completely different ballgame. Now, you brought up a, a very good point in the sense of they shorten the season. Now, I know that has been in talks for a while in the sense yeah. of even, even before, without. Even, yeah, even yeah, before I was going to say, even bullshit. without COVID yeah. and everything and what has happened in the world for that matter. Yeah. Um, do we think that this is going to be more of like a consistent format in the sense of with all these players who are sitting out for like load management? You know, Kawhi barely played last year. Like Kawhi and PG barely played together last year. In the sense of with this whole load management thing, Kawhi's so. a bitch. Sorry, <laughs> but, I mean Jesus oh. Christ. Dude. Yeah, no, like, no. I mean it's PG just, kind of is too, bro. Two yeah. bitch boys out there. And, I mean, and both of them have such <laughs> such <laughs> talent, but it's just they their attitudes get in the way, bro. They have like, dude, right now the Kawhi they're they're, they're letting him rehab in uh, sunny San Diego. Yeah. He should be. They want him at the facility. All those other all his other teammates do, and Paul George is doing some other shit that he's not around that much either. So fuck the Clippers in general, bro. Get the hell out of here. Take us back seat where you belong. Lakers are in the front. You'll always be in the back. That's it, <laughs> oh. that's it baby. That's it. I mean, wow. that's a pretty that's good it. point. And I like how you brought up the whole it's fact. history, dude. Just look at the history. Yep. I like the idea that you brought up the whole thing of Kawhi and Paul George kind of Bitch being boys. elsewhere mm-hmm. rather than with the team. You know, yeah. and that kind of explains... How they are as players. It, you know? it just shows they're just about themselves. I mean, so they couldn't come together. And then on the opposite side of things, you saw LeBron and AD. They don't care who's getting the attention, it's who's getting the ball. It's egoless. It, you can't win if you're just concerned about your persona and what me, the media is saying about you. That doesn't exactly. win anything. And also, Paul George, I'm sure you guys saw, Paul George was just on, I don't know what show, but um, he, he flat out said that when they blew that 3-1 lead against Denver, they had no, they never took the time, the Clippers as a team, to make adjustments to yeah, win it, one more game, dude. 3-1. Oh, oh we lost uh, game five. Uh, we'll win the next one. Now it's tied 3-3. Three, three. Uh, we'll win the next one. That's what he said. That's yeah. what, what, what I mean, Charles George said like Doc two, Rivers. three days ago, bro. That was, that was the thing that I saw that I was not a big fan of. Yeah. In the sense of, listen, yes, it does have something to do with the coach in the sense of you're not implementing new, new game plans to kind of change how the outcome was the night before where you got exploited. But it's like, dude, you, you didn't make anything you didn't right. you didn't score right like it's like you can only put so much on the coach you guys are playing the game yeah mm-hmm. you guys are out there competing and you're just not performing it, just just i mean in, in my opinion just take it take it on you lost you blew the lead you guys got eliminated move on yeah don't yeah. blame it don't don't blame, blame anybody I mean, oh, it is what yeah. it is no, just like take it, it bro. No, yeah the no matter lost, what sport you know? it is the bottom line it's weak to blame the coach the players yeah. play the game i mean that's right. it yeah. it's exactly as as that the coaches do what they have to do to put a game plan and set you know you have to execute it exactly. right and also dude you you would think too that these guys would have the common sense in the mind to realize okay maybe what coach is saying fuck that let's we know what we're doing as right. the players We'll, we'll let's go out whatever it is and let's either get this first down or like let's score on this on this in this half court play like yeah. whatever it is but like dude like take it upon yourself a little bit as, yeah, the, they, as have say, they can call as unaudible like, yeah. you know, <laughs> right right right, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, they're exactly. out like, there it's not like, like you know this isn't communist yeah. rush out here you know what i mean yeah. like well <laughs> <laughs> yeah so now back to the question because we kind of we kind of veered off course but it was great 
<laughs> do we think do we think <laughs> this new format is going to be something that we see consistently? You know, I don't think it is just simply because we see it with all the sports leagues. They don't want to give up money. So losing the 10 games, yeah, the TV right. contracts, they're not going to do it. It probably would be a good thing. I mean, if anything, I'd like to see teams really stand hard against guys like Kawhi. Oh, I only want to play 50 games. No. Like, you know what I mean? That, that shouldn't be a thing. That shouldn't be a thing. That's got to that's gotta start. Like, with people who are kind of consistently saying that about, like, hey, I want to play 50 games. Like, that should start kind of breaking into their contract, you know? It's like, yeah, yeah, dude, exactly. You get paid, you know, you get paid yeah, per game, you know, per yeah, game that you play. Dude. And like, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to just talk about Kawhi and like, you know, Paul George. Yeah, Obviously like those are prime game. examples, but that, that, it, this is a league wide problem, you know, where it's like, these guys are sitting out, you know, and their contracts are, you get paid for the games that you play. You know, if you start sitting out games and everything, like, then what? And what happens to your contract? What happens to the money that you're getting? It, it, it would never pass in the CBA, but I would love to see if, like, you only got paid when you played. Yeah, I mean, imagine right how go. many less games oh God, Kawhi dude. would end up sitting out. Kawhi. Uh, that point. Kawhi. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. Why is too high, dude? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my it would, God. It would be interesting to see if the NBA can kind of make that happen. I, I agree with you, Barnes, in the sense of I don't think it's going to be a permanent thing. However, yeah, they kind of so. have to with the whole quick turnaround thing that we kind of discussed earlier um but hey the nba is going to be a fun season this year i think everybody's going to show up and play hard because think about it this way with what we talked about earlier the lakers making big moves they're heavily favorited so Mm -hmm. they have a huge target on their back not only because of the defending champions but it's lebron james everybody Mm -hmm. wants to beat lebron james so before before the season kind of gets underway, I want to talk about kind of certain picks that we have on teams that are going to be dark horses. Mm. You know, stay away from the Lakers, stay away from the Clippers, stay away from the Celtics and the Bucks. You mm. know, like those teams, you know, they're going to be there. And whether Giannis stays or not, that's still, we don't Open know. We'll we don't know. Happens. So yeah. we, I, I would stay away from he the Bucks. He has until, uh, I think, a couple of weeks to sign that, that max deal. Yeah, Correct. Yeah. So, so then he won't become a free agent. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's going to. I don't. I don't think he'll sign that either. I, I just I don't think, think they did a good. I don't yeah. think they did a good enough job to no. surround him with pieces. Nah. Yeah. And apparently, dude, they they botched the uh, the Brogdon the, uh, the Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich trade that really that pissed him off. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Like he was like, oh, you know, he said yeah. right that quote was like, uh, he seems like a player you'd go to war with in the postseason. About like yeah. uh, Giannis saying and, that and, about, and right, with Giannis, I mean, I think Miami just makes too much sense for him. I mean, I just think it just would be a perfect. Fit. It, it really does. I mean, hey, those Jimmy, bro, that team has the pieces. Right, they just need that one more, and which right. comes to the whole question we said before, like those those teams need that. Some teams need that one more piece that could have essentially make them a problem in the league. Yeah. And so, with that being said, who are we kind of seeing as our dark horse teams this year? Good. Well, in terms of sorry, I was Mike in was, terms of like who who made who made some moves, <laughs> right, I'll go, I'll who go. made some moves, and who do you think stay, can be a lot better than so, people think? Stay, stay, uh, staying away from the big team, like right, the Stay away one. from yeah. the top team. I'm going to say Phoenix. That's for Kaz. Kaz is a big Phoenix guy, but no, they that but legitimately though, Chris Paul, um, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, um, Uber is not there anymore, obviously, but dude, they got a talented team. Um, they might. I can see them getting like an eight seed or something, maybe this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe four or eight to four, something like that. In the lower, in the lower half of the the one through eight seed, they're they're definitely going to make a huge stride. 
yeah, into, yeah. into where they were in past years. Yeah. Tony, what are you thinking? Um, honestly, I can see the Mavericks. Not gonna lie. Like, okay. Uh, <laughs> one of my best friends, huge Mavericks fan. So he's shout always, out Gino. Shout out Gino. Oh shit, um, Gino's a Mavs fan too. Yeah, yeah I know that. Okay. So I can I can see people kind of sleeping on them right now. They'll be doing pretty well. Yeah, and then, dude, they got. Uh, I mean, Luca's Luca. well in the playoffs last yeah, year. Exactly. Luca Luca's definitely that next best thing in the NBA. Yeah, for sure, hundred and twenty percent. And I think now now being hopefully with a f- healthy Porzingis, you know, they'll be able to make some noise. Uh, Barnes, what are we thinking? I'm actually thinking the Hawks. Um, I love that. I love yeah, that pick. Uh, Rondo, huge for Trey Young as yeah. a mentor yep. and off the bench. You know, you have someone to run the show. And then Gallinari just sitting in the corner knocking down knocking threes. Down. Yeah, dude. that them and Trey Young, and then you got John Collins. Uh, you know, you got a lot of younger guys. They, um, and they had and they have. Oh yeah, Clint, Clint Capella. Capella. Yeah, right, right, right. And didn't Bogdanovich just go there? After, oh, after not going oh, to yes, after, yes, after not going lot, to Milwaukee, that's a lot of shooting. And, yeah. and the big men, you know, Collins and pick, uh, Young, Young too, yeah. Young and, too. And, and Trey Young, I mean, he, I think he's just really going to be. He, he's going to win an MVP, I think, someday. Honestly, yeah, I can see that. I believe so. I mean, for from firsthand experience, Mike and I were at the last Vince Carter game in the Garden. Oh and shit! And Trey Young was phenomenal to watch. I mean, yeah, he takes a lot of shots, but he, I mean, he's every he's every player, bit is advertised like. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. He's he's a good player for that team. I'm going to stick on that Western Conference, and I've said it before. I'm going to rob my guy, Damian Lillard. Mm. That team looks like they could be a problem. They they have a happy mellow. They got Robert Covington, who's a solid yeah, stretch was, four. Could, could under he the could radar. play the three. Yeah. Exactly. He yeah. could play the three. He could play the four. You got guys like, I mean, Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum are probably two of the best backcourt Right. Oh, for sure. For for a while. That's now, one of the best know? backcourts in the league. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got they got Nurkic. They got that Afrini Simons guy. Yeah, they got who's Rodney, pretty Rodney good. Hood, bro. You they got, got Zach Hood. Collins. Like Cantor's back. Cantor's Cantor. back there. Yeah, Derek Jones Jr. That's the right. Game. They got Derek Jones dude, Jr. Who team, can man. who can fly? That dude yeah. can yam. I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. So let's keep an eye out for that. I mean, that Western sure. Conference in general should be uh, a dog be, It's going to be fun. It'll it's going to be a dog fight. It'll be a good NBA season. I, I can't for wait, sure. and I'm sure we're all excited to to get another sports league yeah, underway. Yeah, you know, sure. start balancing yeah. out some football with basketball. You know, yep. I know we have college basketball going, which we will get into in yep. future college episodes. College football as well. College we football playoff is right around the corner. Yep. So we have tons of sports updates and news to kind of give you guys. Sure. But that is going to wrap things up for episode 14. Mm-hmm. Barnes, Kaz, thank you boys for coming in. You guys will be seeing oh, yeah, a lot boys. more of them. And before you guys go, please like, subscribe, comment. Every bit of it helps. We're going to still be here no matter what. So, you know, <laughs> keep coming in because, you know, we're kind of really cool over here. Better but and better. Exactly. We're and better and we're, better, only gonna, we're only going to keep providing you with all the, the, guests, the newest things in the sports. The segments, dude. Like, just keep staying tuned. Stay tuned. We got some big things in the works. And we will see you guys on Monday for episode 15 of the Sports Board. Peace. Peace. Take care.